This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nom.com, and if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to Nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fair meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anomalous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules, then I moved on to the vape pens, then I started rolling my own with, with the flower, then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy. Doesn't matter. This stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways, mentally, physically, and it will just improve the quality of your life. You have to try this stuff out. It is changing the way people are living their lives. Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com, and also our sister website because it's so big. There's so much business. We had to open up another website, Blooms Hemp, B-L-O-O-M-Z Hemp.com. You can get wax dabs, pre-roll flour, capsules. You can get the cigarettes. You can get the pre-rolled blunts. You can get the the vape cartridges. You can get the uh, gummy bears, the gummy worms, the sour diesel patch. You can get the, uh, the the wax, the dabs, all the hoodads and all that shit. I don't even understand. There's so many different ways now to get THC in your system. It's blowing my mind. You can even get soda cans, seltzer with THC infused in it. This stuff will get you laced up. And I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure, lab-tested THC. And, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again. This stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at Binoid.com and Bloom's Hemp. On with the show! It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I am one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I'm the nerd and you are. Nerdette. And how the hell are you today? How are you feeling? I'm wonderful. What's going on? How was your weekend? Boring. No, hey, didn't isn't that fun? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, it didn't do much. Kind of hung out. You know, it was a, we were supposed to get the 
the lawn rake we were talking about, and the weather was just really crappy. It was warm. Warm, but rainy. So, yeah. and I'm not going out there and raking up wet leaves. It's gross. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't like doing anything outside in the rain. It's just, I don't know. When it's wet outside, I don't feel like doing shit. But no. when it's hot outside, I just want to go get wet. So, I don't know what the hell is the fucking thing here, you know? You can't really make up my damn mind. Yeah, but wet leaves are yuck. Yeah, they're disgusting. It's gross. It's just nasty. So... Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Didn't really do anything. I'm on... Just started season four of Gossip Girl. Three more seasons of this shit to get through. Oh, it's getting worse. And no, it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. You call it this right. shit? It, it was really good, but it, I don't know. It, it, we'll see where season four goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... What else? Oh, and we finished watching the Scream movies. So that's all I watched. So, so you're done, done. Done. Got oh, them all goodness. done. Three yeah. last weekend, three this weekend. It's done. <laughs> so what's next? Did you figure out what uh, what franchise you guys are going to go after? No. <laughs> That's, no. This took up a lot of time. Those movies were long. They were, man. You guys were at that shit all day. I know. We watched two today, so I'm like, yeah. And they're not that good either. They're good. The only one I didn't like was four. Four was freaking terrible. Who was it in four? Was that the one where it was like the sister? Or some random chick? Some like young girl, right? I want to say cousin. Oh, I can't. I can't fucking remember. I can't they tried remember. To some girl. Though, it's it's to take over the franchise. I don't know. That no, that was five and six. Was it five and six? Yeah. I have. I have no fucking clue. But the girls that were the woke ones, with the whole Palestine, uh, Israel shit, Hamas. Yeah, that's whatever. five and six. Yeah. And now they're fired. Okay. So. Well, one of them got fired. The other one left in solidarity. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She she quit. Yeah. Well, she was like, fuck this shit, man. Yeah, so I I, I, I admire her for doing it, for leaving because her, her friend, you know. Even mm-hmm. though her friend did it to herself by saying dumb shit. I mean, why can't you just act? Why do you have to have a fucking opinion on shit? Why can't you just shut the fuck up? You have a great job getting paid millions of dollars. And yeah. all you have to do is not make an ass of yourself. Mm-hmm. And these people, they, they think for some reason, when they're a superstar, they think that they have to. Like, they feel like they owe it. Like, the world needs their every word. And they think they're way more important than they actually are. It's like, no, we we just want to see you say the things that people tell you to say. We don't want to hear the thoughts that are coming out of your mouth because it's dumb shit, you know? Yeah, I don't even know what she said. I just know that she got fired. I think she said something about the Israel people are all fucking horrible. Like, if you're if you're Jewish, you're terrible. Like, I guess that's the whole narrative. And it's been a narrative. Especially in Hollywood now. They fucking, you know, are run by Jewish people. So you would think if you're saying something horrible against a Jewish person, you're going to lose your job. Like Susan Sarandon did, you know, or whatever. But what else have you been watching? That's it. That's it, really? Yeah. You're fucking pitiful. Are you going to start watching anything else or what? Well, I got three more seasons of Gossip Girl to get through. Yeah. You used to, so, I feel like you used to burn through stuff a lot quicker than this. Really? It felt like you were getting through series in like two days. At least that's the way I saw it. I don't know. I'm constantly oh. pausing. Feed the dogs. Let the dogs out. Feed the kids. Freaking take care of shit. Like, right. yeah, I'm constantly like freaking pausing it. So it's. Ta- I feel like it's taking me fucking forever to yeah. to get through anything. Well, it's taking me to get uh, forever to get through a show that I'm watching. It's fucking Ozark, and I think I'm on season four now. I I don't even know what season I'm on now. Cause I t- I took a break. I watched it for a bit this morning. I took a break and switched over to the other show I'm going to talk about. But I, I'm, I'm near season four. I'm like right at the end of three or beginning of four. I haven't done it now. And the show's gotten like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I want to love this show, but I can't. Because the people are just so despicable. They're all just <laughs> horrible people. 
The yeah. fucking wife is the worst person. And I looked her up to see what other people thought about her. Because I like to see what other people are thinking. To see if I'm just an outlier. If everyone else loved this person. I want to know if I, I thought there's something wrong with me maybe. But it seems like everyone else agrees. Like she is fucking horrible. She Wendy. Is. Yeah. Everyone fucking hates her man. She's terrible. Wendy Bird. Marty Bird. See I'm actually pretty good with the names on this show. Even though I don't like to call him Marty Bird. I like to call him Jason Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know. This show's it's fucking bad. Like, she went and she, uh, and I'm talking about Wendy. She went and, like, bought this woman's, like, uh, horse stables. And then the horse got its balls cut off. And she's like, how could you do this to me? She's like, sorry. And this ruined this woman's life, ruined her business, ruined her reputation. She's crying her eyes out. And it's like, you ruined my whole fucking life that my family built. You came in and ruined it. And, the, and Wendy's like, mm-hmm. She's a bitch, man. It's like just shrugged her shoulders and walks off like you fucking cunt. And she's done so many bad things and just ruined someone else. And then you got Jason Bateman. He fucking does the same shit to everybody, man. He, they're awful. They're just awful people. You cannot root for them. The kids are brats, especially the younger one. The only one that's not that bad is the daughter. And she, I hated the most in the beginning. Yeah, I couldn't stand her in the beginning. At but all. now she's like starting to come into her own. She's growing up a bit. She's like, all right, I'm a little bit more mature. I just want to get away from this stupid family. And who can blame her at this point? She wants to leave. She wants to emancipate herself. You can't blame this girl. Mm-hmm. The guy, like, she fell for one guy in the beginning that was taking advantage of her. And then now she's really skeptical and smart. And she's trying to look out for this other chick. So I'm like, you know, that's what I like to see. I like to see character growth. If you start off like an idiot, I want to see you grow and not be an idiot later on. And she's not an idiot anymore. So I like this character. That's It doesn't take much. <laughs> To get me to like a character, and, and, and I do like the, the daughter at least, but other than that, I fucking hate everyone on the show. They killed the old people that I liked. You've got the old woman who's banging the kid Wyatt now, yeah. which was like, I, I almost vomited a little bit when they started kissing in there. I was like, oh, here we go. So gross. And he's all into it, man. He's yeah. all into it, and she's all into it. You know what? Fuck it, man. You know, if, so it, if, gross. If, if it works for them, it takes those two weird looking people off the market for the rest of the straight ones. But that was good, and uh, Jason Bateman, he got kidnapped in one scene, and he was like in some crazy like hole where they were blasting heavy metal music and giving him food with maggots in it and shit. And I, was, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And of yeah. course, you know, he, he, he gets out and demands the guy apologize to him, because that's what he does in these fucking things. So, you know, you, know you, you torture me, but you owe me an apology. You're like, what the fuck kind of dumb Jason Bateman shit is that? I don't know, man. I fucking I, I don't really care for this show. It's not it's not a good one. It's not a bad one. Well, you're it, almost done. It's kind of there. I'm gonna finish it. Yeah. I'm gonna finish it. The 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 Ruthie girl. I I, I kept calling her Ruby for some reason, but Ruthie. Mm-hmm. She looks like Beavis. I don't fucking know, man. I don't like her, dude. She looks like Beavis. <laughs> she really does look like Beavis, and I think I ruined her. For anyone who ever watched Ozark Night, you're gonna see Beavis whenever you fucking watch this damn show. Whenever you see this girl, <laughs> oh my god, TP for my bunghole. No, uh, it, it, that was a pretty. She had one good scene that I, I thought she was good in. I forgot what the fuck she was doing exactly, but she was trying to get it on with the brother, with Wendy's brother, and they're in this uh, like fucking shack because they live in like a fucking broken down trailer home, you know. Like even the raccoons fucking avoid that shit at night because that's how dirty that house is. And she's like trying to bang this dude, and he's like, "Sorry." He's like, I think you're really beautiful, but it ain't working. And she just rolls over. It's like, you fucking weirdo. Goes to sleep. So, all right, that was funny. And she's like, oh, you fucking pitiful motherfucker. And it's left behind. 
I don't know. That show sucks. It's it's really it's really not that it's not that great. It's not. But I am going to finish it. It's it's good enough to get me to want to see justice served to these idiots. <laughs> I want Wendy to die. I want uh, her husband to die. I want Beavis to end up with everything. I want her to be the uh, the sole benefactor of of the money laundering business, or at least get some money so she could take care of that family and get them out of that ghetto, which is going to happen. It's a fucking Jason Bateman fucking movie, and that's how his movies end. The underdogs always come out ahead. He's gonna end up on some fucking island somewhere with a fucking million dollars and fucking a day coming to his bank account somehow because he knows the numbers. He's Jason Bateman, the guy who's he was in a whole one episode. Now he's on top of the world the next. This clueless buffoon with the suit. That's <laughs> Jason Bateman. All right. So anyway, fucking Big Sky was the other show. And let me tell you, man, great season one. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal season one. Yeah. Awful fucking season two. And season three's better than season one was. It's up and fucking down this show. It really is. Damn it. Season three's better. It's better for me because I like three of the people that are in this fucking thing. The storyline, though, is the storyline good. Actually, yeah. You're going to have to let me know if it ends on a cliffhanger because it was canceled and I'm not going to yeah, go back and I'll go finish it first. I'm almost done. There's, okay. only, there's only like four more episodes to go until until that series is done. But I quit in the middle of season two because season two was so terrible. There's a huge... Then I'm not really going to explain too much, but Reba McIntyre's in it. The guy from Supernatural's in it. Lagertha's still in it from fucking Vikings, so I'm, <laughs> I'm really happy about that. And the mom who plays her mom in this, I can't remember the actress's name, but she's another old-time actress who's really good. This season's really fucking awesome, man. Like, it, it, it's better than season one, I think, just because of the people that are in it. I like Reba McIntyre. I think she's a really good actress. And her show, Reba, I used to watch that sitcom. It was fucking hilarious back in the day. So I, I always liked her acting uh, skills and whatnot. And she's a good singer, too. But this season's really good. It's like she has a ranch with her husband and a bunch of ranch hands, I guess, where people can go there and experience that kind of lifestyle. And you can go stay there, I guess. You know, it's like a vacation getaway thing. Yeah. And, of course, killings start happening around that area. And it's like a whodunit kind of clue kind of thing. You're trying to find who the killer is in the woods. Yeah. And all those characters are interacting with it. And the Supernatural guy shows up and he's fucking hilarious. And they've got a bunch of Supernatural Easter eggs. That I'm trying, I'm trying to catch them as they're coming up because you know, it's fucking like some of them are really subtle and some of them are like he fucking has like salt. You have to salt the house for for demons. He fucking gave salt to someone. He's like, oh, so now you're fed and protected from demons. <laughs> and it was like a really fun like nod to the fans of the show. But I don't know. It's it's a really good show, I guess. Uh, right now it is, but season two is just fucking terrible, man. It was just really fucking bad. And yeah. you you quit halfway through. Season yeah. two, and you normally just keep going. Well, that was normal. That was I was watching that back when it was weekly. Yeah. So I was waiting a week in between episodes, and I'm For like, this is, two? "This is terrible." Yeah, because I, I I started that yeah. show on day one when that came out. Mm-hmm. So it was always like we had cable back then, so it was weekly that I was watching it. And I don't. It was just it was so bad. I'm like, I think I watched maybe four episodes in season two, and I'm like, I'm done. I can't. I cannot do it. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'm glad you were able to get past it and keep going. Oh, man. I'm telling you. It 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 was so bad. Season 2 was just a fucking nightmare. Like, I don't even want to talk about it anymore, Season 2. But Season 3 is worth it. It's a really good season. Season 1 pissed it me off when they off. caught the dude. Oh, yeah. Like, you caught him. Mm-hmm. And I, and I liked him. Yeah. And, like, now what? Oh, now it's a whole completely new storyline, Season 2. No, I don't fucking want a new storyline. see... 
See, it was I like that. I, I like that. Oh, I hate that. See, I, I don't. Season one was so freaking good. The storyline yeah. was so freaking good. I know. You have to catch this person. I know. And then they fucking catch him, and it's like, well, well, now what? And then it's some yeah. stupid ass storyline for season yeah, two. Yeah, season I hated two was it. bad. Those fucking Indians, they kept talking about their fucking dad in every scene. That that was my running gag while watching it. It was like, in every scene, that's all they did was talk about their fucking dad. Every other word was our dad, our dad, our dad. It was, oh, fucking it. I was going to say something else. I fucking forgot what the hell sorry. it was. You see, you just fucking just oh, kicked me right in my nuts. Here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I, fuck that show. Fuck it. <laughs> and I, I, guess, I guess you know what? It was just God's way of saying, you're, you're going to work up your blood pressure that's going to kill you one day soon. <laughs> I know when. <laughs> you better get off of this. Before it's the night, so yeah. Other than that, I haven't been really watching too much of anything. I'm waiting to get into the next show, whatever the hell that may be. And you were hinting at uh, One Tree Hill. Well, I mentioned you asked me what show I had talked to you about before, yeah. and I said One Tree Hill. Yeah. And then you mentioned the show that I'm watching now, and I think you had like two other shows on your list. So I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I got a lot of shit going on here, man. You gotta figure out where you're going. I got a lot of this. I got fucking decades to catch up on and only and, and only weeks to live, so I gotta figure this thing out, man. I gotta get as much in as I can. Did you watch the fight? Wasn't there a fight this weekend? There was a fight you this weekend and the young guy, Ryan Garcia, I actually stayed up to watch this fight. It was supposed to start at eleven o'clock, but the fucking fight before that, man, guy got knocked the fuck out in like a minute. They were like, this is a semi main event and this guy just got started. two punches were thrown, guys on his ass already. He's, he gets up, he does that fucking weirdo, like, cat walk where, like, you put a sweater on a cat and they start walking all straight-legged and they can't move right and shit. Yeah. The dude was walking like that. He was doing, like, the stanky leg and boom, boom, another hit. He got knocked down four times in a minute. They, the ref was like, yeah, this fucking fight's over. So then you're watching 20 minutes of filler and I guess the pay-per-view guys are like, we can't fucking make paying people sit here for a fucking hour. We just got to throw this shit on. And they did. So the fight was over. And this is where I thought it was fucking rigged, man. Because I'm looking at the time and I'm like, shit, I want to go to bed. I'm fucking tired. It's 10.59 and this boxing fight's going on. The second the clock hit 11, boom, boom, knockout. I'm like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> they timed that shit just right. So they were like, oh, the fight's going to start at 11. Now it's going to end at exactly 11. How did they time that knockout at 11 o'clock? You know what I mean? So the conspiracy theorist in me is like, yeah, they fucking just planned this shit. It's a fucking ruse. But anyway, congrats to the Ryan Garcia won the fight. I did not want him to win. I like seeing like those little young guys who talk shit, think they're hot shit. I like to see them get knocked out. And he got knocked out the fight before this. Huh. But then he came back, and this was like his big comeback fight. So he didn't look that good in the fight, even though he, he won. It just wasn't like a like a really show stopping performance, I guess. But really good news for us. Yeah. Today. Your parent. We were talking about this on the last show. Uh, how they were going to get off of our cell phone plan and how happy you were to finally get them off. Update later on that day, they didn't get off, and I'm like, these motherfuckers probably went down there, saw how much it cost for a plan. And we're like, yeah, fuck this. We're going to stay on uh, on the nerds plan. We're going to stay on there and keep harassing them and having you come over and do all the tech work for them. Today, I get a text message earlier on in the day. They're saying, oh yeah, the line's been removed. It's fucking over. How do you feel? Do you feel a big sigh of relief? Your job as a unpaid tech support agent is over. I don't think it's over. <laughs> I won't have to hear about, can we get a new phone? Yeah. I want an upgrade. When can we upgrade? Yeah. When is the con? Can we do this? Can we do... I am glad yeah. I won't have to hear that anymore. Yeah. You, you were customer service. But I will service. still have to, I'm sure, be called over there to help them set something up. Yeah. You were you were customer service unpaid. Like, hey, yeah. You want to go get a new phone? All right, go to the store. And then it was just they would they would the next fucking day it was just, oh my god ridiculous. 
Well, let's get on into it here. Yeah. Are you ready to get some, uh, yeah, I'm ready. some stuff here? I am fucking ready to do it, man. It's Monday. I can't believe the weekend came and went so damn fast. But before you know it, we're going to be doing a live show again. And I had a lot of fun on the last live show, by the way. It was a good time, a lot of new faces, and always a good time to get to hang out with everybody. But right now, I do want to say happy birthday to the special, special person on their special, special day, Monday, December 4th. This Florida man is on a mission to get you the greatest present of all, which is one million copies of the VHS Titanic. You love that movie. movie. You love that movie. This person is seeking one million copies of this movie on VHS for some reason. So he's a Florida man who's amassed a collection. So far, he's well on his way. He's got 2,467 copies. Of the 1997 film Titanic on VHS and says he's aiming for one million. The Largo, Florida man, identified as JD or Titanic Fan 97 on YouTube, said he scours thrift stores, uh, uh, flea markets, and garage sales for VHS copies of the James Cameron film. You're, you're welcome for that plug, by the way, JD. And social media followers have mailed him tapes from all over the world, so people are mailing him copies if they find it. But why? What is the reason they like? It, it's all the same movie. About to find out. You can't escape this movie. So everyone's had it. Your grandma had it. Your mom. Your dad. Whoever. Someone in your family had this movie somewhere at the house. JD said he's aiming to gather one million copies and earn an unsinkable world record for the largest collection of Titanic VHS tapes. He probably has it now. He's got two thousand four hundred. He probably has it. He probably has that record now. I, I would safely <sighs> say he's got the record now. Who the fuck has more than one copy? If I two, maybe, maybe two. I never even have one copy. I think we did. I did go to the movie theater multiple times to go see yeah. it, but mm, yeah, maybe. we. I know I never owned a copy of it. We never had cable, but for some reason they were always buying these fucking VHS tapes back in the day, and I was like, "You motherfuckers, stop buying these tapes! So you can afford cable, motherfucker." Yeah, it wasn't that much. How much was cable back in the day? Like forty bucks a month or some shit for the basics. It wasn't. It wasn't that crazy high. But yeah, I, I, don't know. I guess in comparison to how much people make now, compared to them, I don't know. He said he's aiming, to, he's, he's aiming to gather one million copies during an unsinkable record. I go to sleep thinking about Titanic, and I wake up thinking about the Titanic, he said. Oh, my God. We also have the world's uh, largest collection of Titanic, the soundtrack, on CD, and, Rip, and Ripley's Believe It or Not took me in, and I will be in their next book for the VHS. Anyone who's, who's willing to spare copies can mail them to P.O. Box 5355 on Largo, Florida, 33779. So if anyone's got a copy of Titanic... Go ahead and send it to JD in Florida because he fucking wants these things for some odd reason. Titanic was a damn good movie, though. It was. It was one of your favorites of all time, wasn't it? Yeah. What is your favorite movie of all time? Independence Day? Oh, I like that movie, too. Oh, that's all. It was either Independence Day or like Bad Boys or something, probably, right? Oh, I like that one, too. Yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of favorites. Yeah, you do have a Elf. lot of fucking favorites. Yeah. Back to the Future. Yep, that's another one. Well, I don't know if you always watch that one or if it's just always the fuck on TV, because I, I think that's the case. No, Back to the Future 1 and 2 I like. Yeah. 3 was trash. You can scrap that shit. You didn't like 3? No, it, fucking it was boring. the worst. It was the worst. Yeah, no, I, I didn't care for that one. Yeah. I watched it multiple times, like when it was on TV or whatever. I would throw it on, but 1 and 2 was where it was at. Oh, yeah. All right, so I do have one of the, I guess you can call this a thread that dates back to 2019, I think, of the show, how I've been updating <coughs> This one particular story, every few months or so, I'll find something, I'll throw it out there. And I finally have the second to last update of Juicy Jussie Smollett. And for those longtime listeners of the show, you know how much I hate this piece of shit. 
I've been talking about how much I hated this man since the whole thing dropped years back. So his conviction has finally been upheld by an Illinois appeals court because he's been trying to appeal this going to jail. And if he just would have sucked it up and just been a man about it, He'd probably be done. It would have been well over done and forgotten about. And he'd probably be on the TV show right now instead of dragging this shit out and further ruining his reputation. If he was smart, he would have just gotten it done because all the crazy shit that's happened in the world, you know, that his story would have gotten buried so fast, all the crazy politics and shit going on. It's like he would have been news for like half a day. Oh, he's in jail. And then, oh, he got out. And that's it. People would have forgotten about his dumb ass. But he lost his uh, conviction appeal on Friday, December 1st. In Illinois, they upheld his disorderly conduct conviction affirmed by a two-to-one vote from a panel of three judges. The Empire actor must complete the 150-day jail sentence, so five months. He would have dude. He would have been well done. been done. <laughs> what an idiot! He could have done that shit four times and been done. Uh, well, so he he was handed that. He spent only six days behind bars before he was released while he appealed the conviction. Smollett's lawyers can appeal this decision to the Illinois Supreme Court. The appeals court decision ruled that Smollett was given the absence of a non-prosecution agreement from the Cook County State's Attorney. Reprosecuting was not fundamentally unfair and was not denied due process. So he has to go to jail now. He has to go. Like that That's what this is all about. He was appealing the fact that he had to go and he was holding out hope that even if he did get convicted and said, okay, you have to go to jail, but it's, you've been fighting this for so long, time served, it's over. Yeah. That's what he was hoping for, but they were like, "No, no, no! You gotta, you did the crime. You have days. to do the time." And like, be, suck it up. He will be out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, time served for being a just be a good boy and shut the fuck up. But <clears throat> now he hurt his chances of doing that. He wouldn't have done five months if, if he would have came and did a heartfelt apology, like, "Yeah, listen, I did something stupid. I mean, I got wrapped up in the whole social media life. I thought if I did something stupid, I would get more attention. I just wanted to further my career. I'm sorry." All he had, that's all he had to say. Mm-hmm. It was stupid. Please take this opportunity. And it's a good thing. It's a bad thing for me. A good thing for you guys to learn from my mistakes. Don't do this. And he would have been fine. They would have been like, all right, five months in jail. You'll be released in, in one good behavior. And he would have been working. He's a fucking idiot, man. He kept fighting it. Now they're not going to have sympathy because he wasted all their time and money. Yeah. Now he's going to have to go to jail. Good. I don't know if he'll ever work. Though. I would never trust him. I think he's producing stuff right now. Oh, is he? He was working with some of his Empire people. I saw a picture on TMZ of him and that Taraj Henson girl. Okay. The one with that fucking always got that mean look on her face. Yeah. Do you ever see a picture of her where they're like smile and she's like, looks like a pit bull, like hasn't eaten in three days? I'm sure I have. I just can't picture her in my head. Man, just think this picture of a pit bull hasn't eaten in three days and that's Taraj Henson. She looks just like that motherfucker. This always looks like he's ready to fight somebody. Very beautiful woman. So there you go. I have two. Yeah. For some reason, I can't think of what the fuck she looks like. I've got one for you here. Not to be outdone by the Florida man birthday story. A Florida woman attempted to eat fake money as she was placed under arrest. Oh, my God. A Florida woman was attempting to use counterfeit money at a Walmart, allegedly tried eating the fake bills while being detained on Sunday, according to the Miami-Dade Police Department. Per arrest records, customer service at the North Miami Beach Walmart called loss prevention to report that Zipporiah Abraham, 30, was trying to use fake money to pay for items. Among the items were sale flomes and <laughs> a couple of sale foams. That was an old retail joke. Oh, okay. That was an old retail. You know, I used to work selling cell phones. Oh, okay. I'm like, what the fuck? 
fuck is he talking about? <laughs> and these women would come in. Y'all got these sale foams? <laughs> and that's where it came from. We just, I don't know. It was fucking stupid. The police said Abraham attempted to leave the store with over $850 worth of unpaid items covered up in a bin. When police asked Abraham to remove her jewelry so they could place her, her uh, jury, so they could place her under arrest, she then attempted to eat $200 worth of the counterfeit bills. Abraham was arrested and charged with third-degree grand theft and, uh, and, and uttering Ford's bills. So there you go. There you go, man. What do you think about this lady and her eating fucking counterfeit bills at the Walmart register? What would you say if you were behind her in line? I mean... I'd probably just be like this fucking idiot what and be laughing. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Good lord, man. Hey, there you go. What in the fucking world? <laughs> this is why you go to a store now and there's pictures of the shit that should be on the shelf and you have to press a button for assistance. Yeah. I mean, seriously, dude, what are we doing to ourselves? Can we just take a second? Can we just take a time out and be like, listen, man. Everyone knows what the world's supposed to be like and the way the world was. Because we all lived in a better world. It was only, what, four or five years ago that the world was better than this. Mm-hmm. We know how it's supposed to be. Can we get back to that? Can we agree that that was better than this? Can't we just say, all right, listen, can we just put the fucking TVs back in the stores on the shelves? Can we sweep up the glass that we fucking use to smash the window? Can we sweep it up and get off the streets here? Can we just fucking help someone out? Can we stop this shit? Can we get back to a decent fucking world that people actually want to stay alive in? You know? No. I don't, I don't think so either. I think it's over. I think so too. I think so. So I have a deal for certain people for today. Yeah. Depending on what area you live in. Subway will be offering foot-long chocolate chip cookies. Foot-long. What? Chocolate chip cookies, man. <laughs> and their cookies are good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get your hands on it this National Cookie Day. If you're in Chicago, Dallas, Miami, or New York, select Subway restaurants will turn into Cookie Way where you can try the footlong cookie for free with the purchase of any footlong sub. Dude. If that was here, let me tell you. <laughs> Incredible. We have a subway right there. That is crazy. Uh, on Monday, December 4th, between <clears throat> 1 and 6 p.m. So today, um, head to these subway locations for your free footlong cookie. So Chicago, it's on 604 South Wabash Ave. I wonder if that's the same subway where Jesse Smollett was walking at 1 o'clock in the morning in Chicago. You know what? Could be. Juicy. Uh, Dallas, 1222 Commerce Street. Miami, 2795 Collins Ave. And New York City, uh, 545 8th Ave. Subway has been selling freshly baked cookies for years. They are so fucking good. The kids love them. Every time I go in there, we have to get them. Uh, now the footlong cookie will be available in restaurants nationwide in 2024. So 2024, it'll be everywhere. Okay. Uh, the chain says that last year's limited run of footlong cookies at a Cookie Way pop-up in Miami received an overwhelming response. Now they're making it a permanent addition to the menu. If you can't make it to Cookie Way, uh, Subway is spreading the holiday cheer all month. Until December 31st, 2023, every cookie sold will support the Subway Cares Foundation. It helps with tuition assistance to Subway employees pursuing secondary education. Additionally, Subway and MVP Rewards members can enjoy a bonus reward of a free cookie with the purchase of a six-foot, or sorry, six-inch or foot-long sub, but only for a limited time. Their cookies are so damn good. They're going to be Soft, having foot-long cookies, cookies man. Mm. starting next year. Oof. 
when I when, when I did that night gig for a short time, part of the duty was baking cookies and stuff at mm-hmm. night. And that was the first thing I did when I got in there was I baking the cookies and I would just look at them and dude, part of me ate like half of the fucking cookies every night. Like and, and then I would shake my head and wake up from the fantasy and be like, damn it, that would have been so good. If it's foot long, I mm-hmm. wonder how much they cost. I mean you figure two two of those big size cookies for a dollar. So you figure like four four ninety yeah, nine, five bucks. Yeah. Five bucks I would say would be a fair price for a foot long cookie there. So, say, so those four cities, man, go get you a free fucking cookie. Now, let me ask you this. Is it a foot long or is it like a foot around, like a cookie? That's the question. Is it in the shape of a cookie or is it like a fucking bat? You know, like, is it shaped like a dough bread or something? Like, like dough? Like yeah, it was, it, it was like the length of a subway, uh, like a oh, sub- like, sandwich. All right, like all right. Now, now I can picture it. So, like, yeah, you cut so it into, like, picture. squares and shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that sounds and good. And it was, yeah, there you go. All right, so I've got some interesting ones here for you. A teacher at a high school in southern Illinois kept parents in the dark about students participating in an LGBT club, according to the emails between teachers. I would be fucking furious. Yeah. Absolutely furious. You're hiding shit that you're teaching my kids. At that point, it's like, where are you sending them? Are you sending them to a school to learn the things that you've agreed upon teaching them upon acceptance in the school? You're given the curriculum. You know what class is. You get a schedule. This is what your te- your teacher teaches, and this is what classes they're going to go to, your, your kids. And you, all right, first period English, second period social studies, then math, then gym, then lunch, then w- whatever else comes on the fucking day. There's nothing that says transgender studies. So they're doing this under the table. They're lying to you about what they're going to be teaching your kid. Is there anything that says on any kid's schedule? But this is a, this is a club? Yeah. It, well, LGB club? You, you could just do that? You, you would think that a club cannot be religious-based. Sexual orientation oh, based. They have, they have a religious one here. But you would think that that wouldn't be allowed. Like, hey, yeah, keep, that, keep that shit somewhere else, you know? Like, Sammy went to a club last year, and she's in a club this year. Like, art, music, but football, common interests, that kind of stuff should be allowed. But she like, doesn't bring anything home. I feel like you should teach it, or, or you should treat school like you treat a bar work. You don't talk about certain things. Religion, yeah. politics. You don't talk about that shit. Like, you should have those clubs. I don't know, but... A teacher at Redbud High School purposely excluded parents from knowledge about a gay straight alliance club by calling it Bubbles and not inviting parents to Google meetings about the club. This was uh, according to emails obtained by Parents Defending Education and shared with the Daily Wires uh, program. While no longer with the district does teachers' actions show how educators across the country will often push to hide information about sexuality and gender from parents. This is all a part of the dangerous trend of parental exclusion policies that we have seen take root in school districts across the country. So parents are following, obviously, they're filing lawsuits against the school because of the shit that's going on there. But, I mean, this is just one out of many, many stories that are coming out now about these fucking teachers that's hiding shit from the parents. And you can't really ask the kids because kids keep shit from the parents too, you know? Yeah. And then they, they spend eight hours a day with these authority figures, a different one in each room they go to, and they're all telling you to keep something from your parents. Of course they're going to keep something from you, you know? Unless you got a fucking really good relationship with your kids and they feel like they can tell you anything. Yeah, like, I, I don't know, man. It's the clubs, you get nothing, nothing comes home about the clubs. Nothing. She goes to club and yeah. then we pick her up. <laughs> it's like, that was club. It was good. Nothing comes home, though. No paperwork or nothing. I, I So, psh, I have no idea. Mm-mm-mm. That's fucked up, man. They're, they're trying to say that the school didn't know about this, that the teachers were doing this stuff on their own accord. So the school's trying to distance themselves yeah. from this whole thing. But 
We all know what this is all about. I mean, uh, yeah, you, you can't say that you didn't know about it because cl- I would assume yeah. clubs have to get approved by the principal yeah, it's, it's or all the budgetary. board, or you know, yeah. so, you know, you can't just make up a club and all of a sudden it's there. I would I mean, assume it's approved and yeah. put on a list. Because I don't know anything about the way the schools work, but you got to figure these teachers are working after hours. They're probably getting extra pay for these clubs that are off the the, the contract. Like, hey, I'm working yeah. these my hours to be on contract, and they get their their salary. But then anything extra like club, you would think they'd have to account for those hours of the school being open. You know, like there has to be money's got to be spent on that somehow. So you would figure it'd be accounted for. This is a good one for you. Actress Juliana Margulies, you know her from a lot of different things. She was on the lawyer show that The Good Lawyer, I think you liked that one. The the Good Wife. No, I never watched that, but ER I did. Mm. And then Ghost Ship, right? Was that Ghost Ship? Ghost Ship was fucking good. Fucking love that movie. That wire just cut through all the people in the beginning of it. Yeah, I've definitely seen her on on a few things. She's one actress that ain't going woke, but she ain't going to be getting in any more TV shows probably for a while. She had some harsh words of condemnation for Hamas supporters, who are also proponents of the LGBT social movement, saying their stance is contradictory, which I've been saying for a while myself. The 57-year-old morning show star made the comments during an appearance on Andy Asteroid's Backroom podcast. It's those kids who are spewing anti-Semitic hate that have no idea if they step foot in an Islamic country these people who want us to call them, they, them, or whatever, they want us to call them, which I've respectfully uh, really made a point of trying to do, like, be whoever you want to be, you know? It's those people, though, that will be the first people beheaded, and their heads played with as a soccer ball, like a soccer ball in the field, she said. That's true. I mean, the, yeah. these LGBT <laughs> idiots that are holding gays for, for you know, Palestine or whatever, you would go there and get fucking killed. They don't like you. They don't. They hate you. They hate your fucking gut. These... That just goes to show these idiots. They see what's being posted on social media and they parrot it. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They have into no it. fucking clue. Yeah. I guarantee you, if social media changed tomorrow and said, "You know what? Fuck, fuck them. Israel, pro-Israel. They, 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 they would throw out their little <laughs> Hamas bandanas. Yeah. They would turn them inside out. Maybe fucking pro-Israel ones. <laughs> fucking idiots. And that's who they're supporting: terrorists who don't want women to have their rights, don't want LGBTQ people get, uh, or they get executed, bar none. And this is who you're supporting, she said. It's so insane to me that it is laughable if it wasn't so sad. So that was just basically some of what she said on this show. And everything she's saying is completely correct. It's it's unbelievable. So what, is she in trouble now yeah. for opening her mouth? Yeah. She said <laughs> something else, too. Goodness. During, now, you've watched the morning show, so you could probably elaborate on this next thing. She, she said something else during the same interview where she questioned a black lesbian club at Columbia University which made headlines for banning Zionists from a film screening on campus. She goes, as someone who plays a lesbian journalist in the morning show, I'm more offended by it as a lesbian than I am as a Jew, to be honest with you, because I wanted to say to them, you fucking idiots, you don't exist like you're even lower than the Jews. A, you're black, and B, you're gay, and you're turning your back against the people who support you, because Jews, they rally around everybody. So Margulies, who is Jewish, said she's on board with supporting leftist causes, including BLM and same-sex marriage, so she's trying to save somewhat of her, her career. Right. But she is frustrated how others who align with her politically have come out as pro-Hamas. Hamas owns the media. Hamas puts out what they want the world to believe, she said. Of course, all the Jews are going to speak up. It's the non-Jews that need to speak up. 
So, yeah, so she's fighting because she's Jewish, obviously. And, you know, it, it must suck if you're a Jewish person right now and seeing well, all this shit. Well, she's Jewish. She has every right to do that. She does. It's the people that, like, it has nothing to do with them. And they're I not get it. looking into it and trying to figure out where they, like, yeah, it has nothing to it. shut the fuck up. Dude, I don't get but it. But she has a right to, you know, stand with whatever. That's she's why, Jewish, so I mean, that's why I've never said anything either whatever. way in support of either group. It just sucks that innocent people have to die. Yeah. That, that's the real problem here, is it? I mean, if you have a conflict with somebody else, why can't you just leave it? Okay, I don't like you and your religion. So why don't you just fucking keep it over there and we'll keep our shit over here? Why does it have to be a conflict? Why do you have to fight over it, you know? Or why? I, I just don't know why you have to, like, enslave. I mean, this is the year 2020 fucking three. Why are people still being enslaved? Don't we have robots for this shit? Seriously, I'm like, why the fuck are we enslaving people anymore? We have robots for this shit. Yeah, I, yeah. Isn't everything automated anyway? Why the fuck are, why, why, why is this even, why is this even an issue in, in, in the common age that we're in right now? Power, I guess, right? I guess so. I guess, I, I guess there's boredom involved. Yeah. Because if you make everything so easy that no one has to do anything, you don't have to leave your fucking house anymore if you really don't want to. There, there's no one to rule over it. And the people that want to be dictators have nothing to rule, so they're going to create problems. Because they get, they get, I don't know, this is fucking crazy shit. What a fucking mess. It is a mess. What do you got? Well, a pounding headache led to a shocking discovery for a man in Vietnam after the source of the pain was revealed to be a pair of chopsticks. Mm. After the man experienced severe headaches for five months, doctors at Cuba Friendship Hospital told the 35-year-old man that he had a pair of chopsticks lodged inside his skull. Dude, that must fucking suck. Chopsticks in his skull, man, and he's walking around for five months with a fucking headache. What was his name? Does it say his name? Did it say his name was Sum Tin Wong or something? No, just as he's from uh, <laughs> Vietnam, man. <laughs> Is his name Sum Tin Wong? Upon checking into the hospital on November 25th, a CT scan revealed that the man was suffering from a rare, potentially life-threatening neurological condition that was caused by the pair of chopsticks that had allegedly gone up his nose and into his brain. Up his nose! Up his <clears throat> fucking nose with a rubber hose, man. While the man was initially surprised at how chopsticks ended up inside his skull, he soon remembered a fight he was involved in while out drinking five months prior. Of course, the dude was drunk. How do you not know you got something in your fucking skull through your nose, man? <laughs> the, the patient reportedly told doctors that he couldn't recall many details from oh. the fight, but he did remember someone stabbing him in the face with an unknown object. And if you wake up in the morning and there's no stab wound on oh. your face... But you have a splitting <laughs> headache that just won't go away. The surgeons were able to su- successfully remove oh, the chopsticks... And the patient was said to be in stable condition, oh waiting to be released from the hospital. So, of course, I'm high, and I'm thinking about like you know, like <laughs> wooden stakes being driven through my brain. Shoved up his nose Whoa. into his skull. He woke up for five months, didn't know that they I'm were there. The didn't fuck remember. Out right now, man, this is not cool. I mean, what's better, having it shoved up his nose or up his ass? Because this is a, a different country. Where men tend oh, to, like, yeah. stick things. I'd places. probably rather have it up my ass than my nose, to <laughs> be honest with you. Up his it's, nose just, it's just easier that brain. way. It's just easier that way. Uh, yeah, because, yeah, I just don't want my brain getting touched by anything else again, ever. Been through it once, no. 
Don't want to go through oh, that again. God, I don't know. Just, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> All right, so this woman wonders if she's always in survival mode. When an armed man tried breaking into Sarah Kane's Massachusetts apartment building, she grabbed the first thing she could find to fend him off. A broom left out in the apartment hallway, according to police. Something was not right, Kane told Boston's WBZ-TV. And for some reason, I just instantly grabbed the broom nearby, and I was just like, boom, I shoved him in the back. Maybe I'm always in survival mode, she told the TV station. Kane was able to make it back to her unit after holding this man off at the front door at the Worcester apartment building, according to WBZ-TV. Police went to Kane's apartment at 2.52 a.m. Wednesday, November 29th, after receiving reports of a break-in, according to a November 29th Worcester Police Department news release. Upon arrival, officers reported seeing a woman yelling from her window, shouting, He's trying to get inside. I saw the flashlight, so I just whipped my window open. I'm like, he's down here trying to break in. A man identified as Onis Janir, uh, armed with a two, two double-edged knives, was, was arrested on sight. Janir was a, uh, charged with attempt to commit a crime, two counts of carrying a dangerous weapon, disorderly conduct, and disturbing the peace. Thank God for the men that came running to my aid. To those officers, thank God for your response time, you know. <laughs> Worcester is about 50 miles west of Boston, so. Thank God for this woman. A quick thanking and a broom handle. Yeah, broomstick. She was able to save her life, man. And she and then after she gave her interview, she jumped on that broomstick and flew the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> because boy, you should see that woman's face. Good for her. She's lucky. You got to be careful, man. This is the problem. You think you're protected, and I and I argue that you're safer out in the middle of nowhere in a house with fucking the only lit house in the middle of the woods. I think you're safer there than in a fucking apartment complex in a fucking city. Really? I think so. I would be horrified. It would be peaceful. I would like not having neighbors, but oh, I would be horrified at night. Well, that's why you get dogs. You get, like, animals and shit Yeah, out I there. need, like, a, a pet bear or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> I need something so I know that I'm okay. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you would have to get a lot of protection. You would have to get dogs, like, leave them outside kind of dogs. The kind of yeah. dogs you don't even name. Because I would, I would like to be out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know, because yeah, you don't exactly. have to deal with nosy neighbors and mm-hmm. fucking cars and loud noises and yeah. all that stuff. But, like, it would just be, I would still be horrified. But you're safer there in one of these big-ass complexes because, I mean, you could be walking to your room and you're walking past, like, 20 potential predators' fucking doors just to get to your place. Yeah. Anyone could be drunk one night, having a horrible night. You, know, you don't know. You really don't know. But see, then you watch these movies, right? And it's yeah. the people that escape jail that are walking through the woods find this lonely house. Man, there's you a fucking know? light on over there. Let's Where there's nothing else, and then they go and take it over. They, well, they try <laughs> to take it over, and some little boy and his micro-machines fucking <laughs> beat them all up. Yeah, I don't know. That movie should be on, too. Home Alone should probably be on fucking rotate. Yeah. All right, so here's another one for you. Judge tells a woman who threw a burrito bowl at Chipotle employee... To work a fast food job if she wants less jail time. A burrito bowl? Yeah. That's such a waste, man. Yeah. Well, maybe she did it because these people are so inconsistent at Chipotle with their they food are. servings. You have to, like, you, man. Yeah. You have no idea what you're going to get when you go there. Like, I want double meat, and it's like one scoop. And then you're yeah. like, I just want one scoop, and they give you, like, fucking triple meat. Yeah. Like, it's... It, they go through so many workers, and so many workers are at, working at the same time. Yeah. That you never get the same worker twice, mm-hmm. unless you go there all the time. If you go there like every day, we go there once every few months, right? Yeah. So every time we go in, it's new people, mm-hmm. and I'll ask for double meat or double white rice or whatever, and I'm like, motherfucker, like yeah. double means double. Like, give me two spoonfuls of that yeah, shit. Like, I'm not one shit. and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, 
And if I'm just getting a meatball, then maybe throw a little bit more meat because you can't fill <laughs> yeah. it with fucking rice exactly. like you always do. And, like, hook me up with something. You get nothing but meat. So, like, yeah. yeah, like, come on. It's like, if I'm, like, if you give me a big-ass bowl and I'm like, I want a meat bowl. Yeah. And there's, like, three spoonfuls. I'm like, done. <laughs> and the whole bowl's dry, but, like, two little wet spots where the meat was in the bowl. Then you've got a problem here. Yeah. So freaking good, but yeah. they are not, they're definitely not consistent with how they make them. You know what I like? The hibachi places are much better because it's like, they'll say, All right, I want a small bowl. They'll give you a small bowl, but they'll fill that bowl and you pay that price. But no matter what you order, that bowl's full. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. that's what I like. So anyway, this happened in Ohio where this woman who threw a Chipotle burrito bowl at an employee could soon learn what it takes to work in food service. The incident occurred because 39-year-old Rosemary Hain was unhappy with the way her order was made. Boom. Yep. She Pump. probably wanted yep. some freaking double-ass meat, man. And I'm, and I'm sure she asked for it, and she didn't get it, because these people don't know what they're doing sometimes. I'll pay for the shit. Just give me what I want. Dude, they make you feel like a fucking poor person that only has, like, five bucks in their pocket. Because every time you go there, you're, you're like, listen, I'm going to get cheese. And, like, they put their hand over the microphone and get all closer, like, you know, the cheese costs extra, right? <laughs> I fucking know that. <laughs> All right, what do you want next? I want some of that guacamole. They're looking around the fucking room and shit. They're like, shh, you know, the guacamole costs extra. You're like, I fucking know. And it's like, come on, they do it all the time. Yeah. Anyway, a video with Anson and posted to Reddit shows Hain throwing her Chipotle burrito bowl at employee Emily Russell. Hain was charged with one count of wasting food, but a judge reportedly told her she can shorten her six-month sentence by getting a part-time fast food job. The unique sentence was given by Parma Municipal Court Judge Timothy Gilligan. I actually like that sentence. Me too. Yeah. I, I do like that. They should do that more often. Mm-hmm. All these people climbing in through drive through windows and yeah. stuff. Go in behind the counter and see how hard that fucking job is. Yeah. Because I guarantee you it's fucking stressful. The people are pissed off. They Hell don't want time. the job. Yeah. They need the money. Like, they don't want to be freaking packed. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Like, that's a good sentence. All the judges should be doing that. Every single one of them. Yep. I, not to mention, I would rather t- be, tell me to get a job instead of freaking throwing my ass in jail. Okay, I'll, I'll learn a lesson that way. And make a few bucks. <laughs> yes. Come but on. that's the way it should be, though. I mean, it should be... And, and this is obviously not fit for every crime. Like, you can't right. tell a convicted murderer, like, hey, why don't we get a job at McDonald's? No, but the one, all these fast food yeah, stories these, that we keep these hearing... These stories, yeah. If you're giving someone hell, and if... I always thought it was ridiculous working at the cell phone stores when, like, customers have to get removed... Yeah. By the police. I've seen that happen like one or two times, and, and both of them were in New York, where like a customer just got in somebody's face, and it was just, they wouldn't leave, and it was like over something dumb. I forgot what the hell it was. Like, I was walking out the door for one of them, and I'm like, I'm like this is fun and all, but I, I got to get the fuck home. I'm not sticking around the watch. And there was another time, too, where it was my manager. He, had to, he was getting into a fucking thing with these people. It's like you get that worked up in fucking public, you know? Like, you should, you should really, and, you, and you're arguing over something that you have no idea yeah. Because you're yelling at someone who is the, the face of the company, obviously, it's the employee who knows more than you do, but you're fighting about something that you can obviously never win because you don't know the policies, you, don't, you only know what you want to happen. You're, you're fighting from a place of passion, they're fighting from a place of knowledge. Mm-hmm. No customer service is ever trying to screw you. They don't care, they just want to get on to the next person. Yeah. And these people, they have no idea, they think they're fighting against this person, like you're trying to hurt me personally. They take out their whole entire life frustration on this poor worker. So this is a good one, man. She was reportedly given a 180-day jail sentence with 90 days suspended. But she can shorten her sentence by 60 days if she agrees to get a job at a fast food restaurant working at least 20 hours a week. 
She agreed to the deal and said she will be getting a fast food job. The employee who had the bowl thrown at her left the job over the incident. A GoFundMe page was set up and she's gotten over $1,300 in donations. So there you go, about a whole year's paycheck for her at uh, Chipotle. Now will this, because here's the other side too, now will this person, now that they have to go and work in the fast food, right, to lower their sentence, will they come in and have a bad day and get pissed off at a customer and throw food at the customer now? This <laughs> girl who worked do- there should show up and throw it at her ass. That's what they. That's what she should do. Yeah. She should go there and be like, "Yeah, I want to order an apple pie." And then as soon as she gets it, take the thing off and then pow right in her face. I do. I do like this though. You know. I love it. You, you can act stupid, man. Go, go try mm-hmm. to do the damn job. You think you can do it better? Absolutely. You know? No, I am so freaking with you. <clears throat> oh wait, can we talk about how horrible of a friend you are, by the way? Why? Oh, oh, there for was doing a what you told me to do. Football game. I did not tell you to do this. Mm, okay. Saturday, the uh, Georgia Bulldogs played Alabama Roll Tide. What the hell do they call the Alabama Slammers? I don't even know what the hell are college teams. The, the Alabama something. I don't watch college football. I watch uh-huh. real sports. So, and I was busy all day watching <laughs> yeah. Gossip Girl and Scream 4. You were, certainly. I forgot that it was Saturday and that there had been a game played. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea to check the score or anything. Someone moseys out into the living room and is like, hey... You hear from Sherry? Have you said anything to Sherry? Sherry must be pissed off. You talked to Sherry? And I'm like, why? What? I said, Was there a game I today? Said, I said, have you checked in on Sherry? Is she doing okay? <laughs> she, she might be having a bad day today. You're like, well, well, her team lost. And I'm like, no, they didn't. And you're like, yeah, they lost. And I'm like, oh, no. It's like the first you're time like, losing in like three years. You go, and you, you seriously said, you should just text her roll tide real quick. And I'm like, wait, what? What's roll tide mean again? I have no <laughs> idea what this even means. I'm like, okay, because you didn't think I would do it. And I did. You and couldn't then... do it fast enough. You were like, wait, rub salt in the wounds? <laughs> you were you were shaking. The phone flew out of your hands. You couldn't get out of your pocket fast enough. And she came back with, fuck you, bitch. So. Yeah. <laughs> A time when she needed you the most. <laughs> oh, God. Poor Sherry. I think that's a good uh, segue for me to let you know that she wanted me to let you know something, even after all the shit you put her through. Uh, she wanted me to let you know what's going on in her own damn state where this uh, South Carolina team of firefighters rescued a dog stuck in a dryer vent. And she wanted oh, me to let no. you know that not only uh, you know cats do dumb shit, dogs can as well sometimes. In a dryer mm. vent. Meet Spike, a very lucky dog who found himself in a tight spot on Thursday. Sumter police said Spike was sniffing out mischief when he got stuck in the dryer vent of a Warren Court home on Thursday afternoon. <coughs> According to police, they received a call around 2 p.m. from a woman babysitting her grandson's dog, Spike, who got himself stuck in a dryer vent. Oh, my God. Look at this picture. Oh, the poor dog. His fucking little cute little head is just sticking out through the damn wall. Uh, Sumter police and firefighters were quickly uh, on the scene to rescue Spike, but to be cut free from the sticky situation. The dog is fine. The uh, house isn't. Yeah. <laughs> the house has a big ass hole cut in it. Oh my god! But their dog is safe, which is all that matters. And now they're going to have new pets in the house, like raccoons, squirrels, oh, yeah. rats, and snakes. Even if they're lucky. Yep. The resident had a sense of humor about the situation, despite some new work to the house. Uh, it seems tends this dog seems seems to get into things. So there you go. Man. This fucking dog uh, is happily ever after, and the owners are going to have a bunch of new friends and pests and insects and all sorts of shit crawling through. And even intruders, baby, like Marv from uh, Home Alone, might come through. Oh, God. <clears throat> All right. Well, I have one more. Go one more it. story. 
uh, a Groveland man is facing several charges after he reportedly exposed his genitals inside a Target pizza restaurant and massage parlor in Claremont. Good for him. They're all in the same place, aren't they now? (sighs) Joshua Brown, who's 32, was arrested for exposure of sexual organs and two counts of possession of a controlled substance following the November 30th incident. Around 7.14 p.m., officers arrived at a Target in Claremont to find a man later identified as Brown who exposed his sexual organs inside of several businesses. About two hours earlier, an officer responded to a massage parlor where a woman said she greeted a man inside the business who turned around and exposed his genitals. The woman said she reviewed surveillance video that showed Brown touching, it, touching himself in the lobby at one point. While at the massage parlor, the officer said another call came in about a man who exposed himself to another woman inside a Target. So this guy was just getting around. While canvassing the area for Brown, officers spotted his truck in the <clears throat> McDonald's parking lot. Moments later, Brown was spotted near the Little Caesars across the street. So he's just going up and down the street, mm. just showing his junk to anyone who would look. <clears throat> Officers detained Brown and found oxycodone. Oh, and there you go. Cl- clonazepam pills on him. Oh, okay. I- I've heard of that one before, <clears throat> yeah. Officers also discovered that Brown was on probation for a prior conviction of exposing his sexual organs back in December of 2017. So he's been doing this for years. He began complaining of chest pain before taken- being taken to the hospital. Where he was released, he told... Officers, he thought he was drugged and had no idea he had exposed himself that day. So he was just high as a kite, man. Just going from place to place. Trying to get attention, see if any woman wanted him. Hey, does anybody want this? (laughs) Does anybody want this fucking thing? He was showing the goods. It probably won't work because I'm I'm on oxy-fucking-codone, so probably ain't going to work. But (laughs) get back in 12 hours. I don't know. That's ridiculous. Mm. And while the cop's at one place, they're getting a call because he's at another one. So Jesus, man. Yeah. Unless there are multiple high dudes. Oh, that could be. It could, could be a be, bunch man. of them. <laughs> like a whole gang full of guys All just right. dropping their pants. I have the hardest story <laughs> ever to read. Oh, no. And my edible kicked in. So I don't know if I'll be able to get through this one, people. So you're going to have to, mm. you know, just... Bear help with me, you. Help, help me get through this one, please. So five men from New York were indicted on charges of kidnapping and murder after they were accused of luring a delivery driver before abducting him and killing him, federal officials said. On July 19th, a group of men used an internet-based cell phone application to order food delivery from a restaurant in New York City. This according to a November 29th news release from the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York. This is where it goes south, people. <laughs> Peng Chang Li, an employee of the restaurant, was set out to deliver the food to an unspecified location in Flushing, Queens, federal officials said. When Li arrived, Dang Zing Zheng, 28, Wang Chao He, 29, Zhang Neng Ling, 22, Dong Lu, 35, and Su Zhang, 22, were waiting for him, according to the release. So every bad guy from rush hour 1 through 4 <laughs> were in this fucking room waiting for this guy. The five men assaulted Lee and kidnapped him in the hopes of collecting a ransom. Lee was beaten before the a group ransom. put him in his own vehicle. Yeah, a ransom for a fucking guy who has he, to work delivery. He was delivering from a restaurant. What the fuck are you going to get? A bicycle basket? Because that's, like, that's what they obviously doesn't have. What know. kind of ransom Those, do you think he has? That's what they deliver with. I don't know. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Unless his family owns the restaurant because they're all family. 
Okay, that's true. That's what is true. Overgeneralizing like a motherfucker, but who cares? They're all they're all family. I mean, they always got that kid doing homework when you go in there to get food. Yeah. There's always some cute little Asian kid like fucking doing coloring work and shit. Yeah, I'm, always. And some mom yelling at him from fucking hitting him with, with the same thing she's stirring your food with behind the counter. God. <laughs> They're some nasty motherfuckers, man. Anyways, Lee was beaten before the group put him into his own vehicle, official said, and Zhang drove Lee around to other places, including Manhattan, the Bronx, Westchester County, and then New Hampshire. It's like he took Damn. him for a night on the town. Two days later, Lee was reported missing by friends. Investigators began tracking his vehicle by using his license plate number. The next day, his body was discovered in a shallow grave in Twin Mountain near the last location. His cell phone pinged the tower, naked with a fractured skull. Oh, my God. At some point after he was abducted, uh, abducted Lee died, and Zhang and others, known and unknown, buried his body in a forest in New Hampshire. The five men, all from uh, Queens and also known by their nicknames, Ah Chow, L- Little Fatty, Ah Dong, and Sixty, were involved in a distribution of ketamine in New York City. He, Lin, Lu, Zhang, and Zhang, Zhang and Zhang, don't want to get them confused. Oh, my God. We're all indicted on... They, I mean, you know what their fucking names all sound like? Batman punches from the 16th show, and they're <laughs> yeah. like, Bof, bam, zing, zang, zoom. <laughs> 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 oh, these fucking people. The five men and all those weird fucking names. They're all indicted on charges of kidnapping resulting in death, kidnapping conspiracy, Conspiracy to distribute ketamine, which combined would mean they would face life in prison or death if convicted. Damn. <coughs> Jesus, man, that's fucking wild. So, what do you think about this? I'm glad they were caught because oh, that's me fucked too, up. Man. Me too. But this guy was not just a delivery man. I'm sure he was involved. They did. I mean, I don't think a drug company was just. I mean, they weren't going after his money. They were probably trying to do something. Like he might have owed them money, and they were trying to get it back. Maybe that was a family's restaurant. They were like, hey, man, you guys got money. You got a Chinese restaurant in New York City. Of course you're making a killing. Yeah. So that that's probably what this is all about. Really fucked up, man. Asian on Asian violence, people. We got to stop it somehow. We got to fucking stop this Asian on Asian hate, man. Can we just fucking get along? And stop being assholes to each other. There you go. You like that one? I'm getting really good at singing. It only took me about four years, but I'm fucking really sticking the landing on those assholes. So there you go. I know why this is your favorite last segment of the show. And I oh, think, good. I, I think it's your favorite one because, like I say it every time, you like being in control. You like the final say, and I think that's why you like it so much. You're a control freak. It's Just the last one, it. bitch. That's why. That's the real reason. <clears throat> so this is the uh, leftover one from the Friday show. Oh, yeah. Okay. I had a lot of fun on Friday's <clears throat> show, by the way. There was a lot of good conversation going on there, so thanks to everyone that came out and we'll be doing it again this uh, Friday at 6 o'clock right yes Eastern time you gotta remember Eastern time so subscribe at the end you'll give out those links so this person wants to know am I the asshole for getting upset and hurt at my boyfriend for asking me to give a little more after his parents complain that I'm a freeloader whenever I come over their home hmm. so obviously his parents got in his ear and yeah. they're like hey how come you're the one what is she doing? Mind their own business, man. Well, it depends on the situation. If if he comes from a wealthy family and he's got money coming, like inheritance money that they know they've got X amount of money put aside for him, they want to make sure he's going to be with a good woman. Not I guess so, but this is shit. his business. It is his business. It's his but, business, his you know. relationship. Like, I don't, I don't know what the story is going to be, but like that would aggravate me. Like, don't put your nose in. 
if it works for us, it works for us. And if he is willing to deal with it, then that, obviously yeah. he doesn't care. So yeah, but yeah, no, I I get it. But <clears throat> you can always put input, especially if you're the kind of person who has your family in your life. Like we don't really yeah do all that shit. Like I I don't do it. You don't really do it as much either. But people that have that close family lifestyle, where like you call your family, you know, you talk to your mom every fucking day, your dad. If you're that lucky enough to have that. They have every right to give you some feedback. It's like you don't become friends and stop becoming mom and dad at that point. They're still your parents, you know. Yeah. If you have them in your life like that, still they can still give you that input. That's what they're there for. So, here's a little backstory. Uh, I've been dating my boyfriend for about a year. He does live at home with both of his parents. We are both in our early 30s, and it's a bit uncomfortable with dating since he lives at home. But financially, he's saving a lot of money, and with today's market, it makes sense. However, the past few months, I've been coming over two and three times a week to his parents' house around dinner time to sleep over. Every night, my boyfriend's mother makes dinner for everybody. She can get kind of cranky and irritable, so we all just try to give her her own space in the kitchen. But whenever she asks for my help, I always give her whatever assistance she may need. I also do whatever tasks she wants around the house, including sweeping, cleaning the floors, the kitchen, and the dishes after dinner. And buying things outside of the home that she may need and ask for. Pick up her vegetable and fruit co-op at the local farm when she's out of town. Sounds like she's your fucking assistant. Over Thanksgiving Day weekend, my boyfriend asked his parents if I could sleep over Saturday night. His parents stated that they didn't want me to sleep over that night, so I did get kind of sad. But I went home and he slept over my place that night. But after I left that night, before my boyfriend came to my place, they got in a heated argument about it. His mom stated she shows up right at dinner and we feel like she's freeloading. She doesn't offer to help out or help at all while I'm cooking. She doesn't help prepare the food with me. Well, his dad said, I don't like having her here because it feels like I can't be comfortable when she's around. Hmm. I get some of that. I get the dad. <clears throat> like, no, like, like, what if he's the kind of dad that wants to sit around in his underwear? Yeah, I get I get the dad. <clears throat> and yeah, who's yeah. to say that the son's not saying, come over around 5 o'clock. Yeah, I and get come it. And eat. <clears throat> you know, that's, that's a thing you gotta talk to your son about because yeah like hey what time are you telling and so who cares like why would you if you don't want her in the house to sleep over then you would want her in the house as little as possible so come after when the food's already done is come eat and go yeah. in his room for the rest of the night and I gotta fucking see you yeah if that's the way it is I do understand the dad why? I wonder why they don't hang out at her house she has her own place yeah well they He's did that night with, yeah what's the problem why can't they do that there unless her, her place isn't <clears> nice <throat> enough and his parents do have the food so maybe she is freeloading Maybe there is know. some maybe some truth to it. <clears throat> my boyfriend said he did defend me during this argument with his parents. He said that he listed off things of how I helped her in past instances and gave examples of how I always clean up the kitchen and I always do everything she asks of me. But what hurt my feelings is that my boyfriend wants me to give a little more and help out more just so she shuts up about it. But I find that insulting because I've done nothing wrong. Am I the asshole for feeling insulted that I need to change? I feel like they are the ones who need to change and apologize. I'm just looking for some unbiased opinions about this whole situation. Thank you. There is an edit to this. I mean, she was doing the dishes. She was picking the food up and bringing it to the house. Yeah. She was sweeping and mopping and shit. The only thing she wasn't doing was helping prepare the food, but she was washing up after the food was done. Yeah. I feel According like to her. Loading. I feel like there's some freeloading here. Don't, yeah. It sounds like she's she's leaving out chunks of this. And the chunks that she's leaving out conveniently could paint her in a bad light. Everything she's leaving out. Like, seriously. I mean, she, like all of a sudden they just don't want her there for Thanksgiving. And she's showing... I, 
obviously she's there a lot, and she yeah, has her own place. That, yeah, I, why, I why? she's only there because there's something there for her. Like she's she's eating there, she's spending the night there. Well, he's she's lazy. using the resources. He doesn't want to go to her house. I think she's done it to save money. Like, oh, well, I can stay at this house and eat three nights. Three nights less, I got to spend on food. Oh, I'm thinking that could be a part of it. Like she spends half her time in there. She doesn't have to spend half the money on shit that she would need to survive. Like live off the bare essentials. She's barely staying in her house anyway. Yeah, I don't know. And then when she's not there eating for free, he's over there paying for shit because he's supposed to pay. He's the guy. Who? No, see, you're adding stuff in there I'm that was not said. I, the, I, I just want to say she's is, the asshole. I think she's the asshole here. There she's is nothing that states that he goes to her house and pays for everything. So I'm, I'm not. I'm thinking, I'm thinking no. something's going on here. Something's going on. Here. I think she is freeloading here. At the I don't think so. she has her own place. She's paying bills and stuff for her own house. But that's weird. Or apartment if you got your or whatever. Own place, why would you sleep at his? It he makes probably zero doesn't. Sense. He probably wants to stay home with mommy. My Xbox is here, sweetheart. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's probably him. It's got to be him. Do you think so? I don't think she wants to be at her boyfriend's parents' Why house all the damn time. My house my Star Wars posters on the wall. I'm sure she wants alone time in her at her house because this would drive me nuts. Yeah. I want to go want to stay at my boyfriend's parents' house like three times a week. Like, no. No. No way. No, not when I have my own. It just makes no sense. Like, no, why would I want to yeah. be there? Like, if like this kind of shit that we're going to be doing this together, we want to do it where there's no ears around. You want to do it at her house. I don't understand. I just don't understand it. Yeah, I don't know. I will, yeah, what's the, uh, the edit? Because that, I, but that's why I'm thinking she's freeloading. So, yeah, here's the edit. This has been tough to read, but thank you, everyone, for the constructive feedback. So, I guess they were painters, the asshole. Time to take a good, hard look in the mirror. I need to stop spending time at his parents' house if I've outworn my welcome. Depression can be hard to navigate, so I've been spending time at his parents' house because it feels homey. I need to stay at my own home, and if my boyfriend wants to spend time together, we can hang out here. Also, I just want to note, every time I go to his parents' house, I always make sure that we get the mother's approval. My boyfriend and I text and coordinate with his mom, if that's okay, that I come over and spend a night and have dinner with them. I never show up unannounced. See? Yeah. She's not the asshole. I think she is, though. But if the mom was allowing it to happen, you know, now she said no, so now it won't happen anymore. But I don't think, like the mom was saying, she could come over and, and... Over and over and over and over. I don't know. So, I don't know. But uh, to me, like, and I, I get where she's coming from. Like, it feels more homey. Like, that's a family. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom's, like, that That felt homey. I you don't know? know, man. I don't know. Like, so, I don't think she's an asshole. I think you do need to stay at your own fucking place, though. Yeah. I, I would not be, maybe once in a while I would go over there for dinner or something but I would rather spend time with my boyfriend in my place you would think so like he needs to get the hell out of that I know that he's saving money and good for him but like get the hell out of that house yeah my whole thing is you got your own place yeah there's no reason to ever spend time in his house it just makes no sense You, it's just uncomfortable <laughs> man like I never like being at someone's house when their parents are around because you couldn't be yourself you couldn't be the same like idiots you, you were being 10 minutes ago the parents are like you gotta like sit straight you gotta act all different shit you know and the just, parents can't act like it's the, like yeah, they can't relax either. Because like, you know they don't want you there. You know they don't want you there. You don't want to be there. It's it's just weird. Yeah. Maybe that was just me, and I've always been this person I am now. Like I hated being around people, and I just didn't know it yet. I don't fucking know, man. I I say she's the asshole though. I don't know. I, I think she's the asshole. Even though even though you're asking, the mom's saying yes. She's saying yes because the son likes you. She doesn't want to piss the son off. But eventually, you got to stop asking and start having them stay at your fucking house. You know, it's yeah. just it's just weird, but. I don't know. 
Ultimately, you're right. So I'm not the assholes. The uh, I, I don't think she is. I, I just right. like I do think like stay the fuck home. Yeah, stay I, the fuck I home. get you want to be around other people, but like get your dude out of that house, man. <laughs> he needs to leave once in a while. Seriously, I, mean, yeah. I, I feel like his mom wakes him up toys. in the morning to go to work. And yeah. like, come on, baby, gotta get up, take a shower now. <laughs> you guys said having sex. I thought you might get a snack. I made sandwiches. <laughs> Like, that would just drive me nuts. Like, Step yeah, on no. his fucking toys and you get out of bed. You're like, what the fuck with this guy, man? Oh, uh, man. Whatever. So, it's Monday. Yeah. We're going to make it to Friday. Before we close our eyes, it'll be Friday again because that's just what's going on now. The days are flying off the calendar. We haven't even really started our Christmas shopping yet, but we're going to be doing that this week, I think. We're going to be starting this week. We have to. Yeah. This is like the absolute, like, we got to start. We were just fucking slacking this year, but... We'll figure it out, and we will make it to the end of the week. You got anything planned? Um, no, I'm going to knock more of the show out. What's Today's Monday, yeah. so hopefully I can get through season four mm. by Wednesday. Now, it'll probably be half of season four. I will be <laughs> done with Ozark. I'm kidding, it's been going slow. I'll be done with Ozark and Big Sky. Yeah. And I'll have something else I'll be watching, and I'll report whatever the hell that is on Wednesday. Everyone is excited to see what you go to next. Everyone's excited. I can't wait. Everyone's excited. Everybody, I mean, there's, they're all getting moist right now, just wondering what the hell show I'm watching next. You can uh, find us on Voices of Misery on all platforms and then Voices of Misery Podcast at gmail.com.